Considering you have a brain like a supercomputer, you're a terrible liar, she said. You had time yesterday, you said so yourself, and it's not like you have any other friends. Are you trying to avoid me? No, I am busy, and I would never dream of trying to avoid you. You're my best friend, although I do have other friends, you know. Maybe tomorrow? My treat. Busy doing what, if I might ask? Osa said, not letting the possibility of a free lunch tomorrow distract her. Natalia didn't say anything. She looked down at her buried desk. Now would be a good time for one of her phones to ring, or maybe the fire alarm could go off, she thought. Osa's eyes widened as if she'd had a realization. Aha! Who is he? Don't be silly. I'm just going to eat lunch. Osa's eyes narrowed to two turquoise slits. But you're acting so weird, even for you. With who? Natalia pressed her lips together. Natalia, with who? Natalia gave up. With someone from, um, H.C.? Osa furrowed her light eyebrows. With who? She stubbornly demanded. She might have made a good cult leader, but she also would have made a terrific interrogator, Natalia thought. All that blonde bimbo fluff was misleading. It's just a business lunch, she said defensively, with no agenda. He knows Gio, she added, as if the fact that her lunch date knew her boss explained everything. Who? She capitulated. David Hammer. Osa leaned back and beamed at Natalia. The big guy, huh? She said. Mr. Venture Capitalist himself, the biggest bad boy in the financial world. She cocked her head. Promise me you're planning to sleep with him. You're crazed, Natalia said. Sex crazed. I actually wish I could cancel it. I'm really stressed out. But one of the things I can't find in this mess is my cell phone, which has his number in it, she added. How could you lose a phone in an office that was smaller than 40 square feet? For God's sake, woman, why don't you get yourself an assistant? I have an assistant, Natalia said, who, unlike me, has a life. Her kids were sick, so she went home. Natalia glanced at the clock. Yesterday. With a sigh, she sank into her desk chair. She closed her eyes. She couldn't look anymore. She was really done. It felt like she'd been working nonstop for ages. And there was so much paperwork she was behind on, a report to write, and at least five meetings to schedule. Actually, she didn't. Natalia? Osa's voice made her jump, and Natalia realized she'd been dozing off in her uncomfortable chair. What? she asked. Osa looked at her seriously. Her mocking expression was gone. Hammer Capital isn't evil, no matter what your dad and your brother think. They're tough, yes. But David Hammer isn't Satan, and he's really hot. You don't need to be ashamed if you think it'll be fun to meet him. No, said Natalia. I know. But she'd been wondering what Hammer Capital's legendary CEO wanted with her. And maybe he wasn't Satan, but he had the reputation of being hard and inconsiderate, even by financial industry standards. No, I'm just going to have lunch and get the lay of the land she said firmly. If he has business with the bank, he's going to want to deal with Gio, not me. But here's the thing, 
You never know with Hammer Capital, Osa said, gracefully standing up. And you're underestimating yourself. Do you know anyone as smart as you? No, exactly. She ran her hand over her completely stained and wrinkle-free outfit. Even though she was wearing an austere suit, Natalia happened to know that this specific Prada suit had been tailor-made for Osa. A simple silk blouse and light beige pumps. She looked like a glamorous movie star. Osa leaned over the desk. You know very well you shouldn't care so much what your father thinks, she said, as usual putting her finger right on the sore spot and pushing. You're brilliant and you're going to go far. You can make your career here. Osa gestured to the building they were in, the Swedish headquarters of one of the world's largest banks, the Bank of London. You don't have to work at the family company to be worth something, Osa continued.